0: Welcome to Top Secrets of Promotional Product Sales. Top Secrets. How to increase sales, improve margins, and grow your business. Guaranteed. Now, David Blaze. The third point we wanted to hit on this call was this idea of systematizing your sales process for consistent results. And uh, the recommendation I made earlier about autoresponder technology. Um, if if I, for those of you who have heard me talk about this before and you haven 't done it yet, would you please just humor me and do it because um, I mean basically what it allows you to do is to leverage yourself in ways that you need to be able to leverage yourself to have some sort of drip campaign into place uh, in place rather, so that when somebody new comes through the door that they could be met with a series of communications, a series of messages from you that will allow you to communicate to them in a way that will be designed to get them to want to buy from you uh, we we all know that getting somebody you know moving from uh, total obscurity to loyalty in somebody's mind is is the kind of thing that requires repetition of contact and so ideally, what we want to do when we're bringing new clients through the door is we want to have a procedure or a process that we can put them through to make sure that each new prospect we meet has been exposed to each important idea that we need to have them exposed to. If you meet 10 new prospects and and you treat them all differently and you say 10 different things and you're not sure what you said to whom, uh, the likelihood of creating consistent results with those 10 people is pretty much slim to none. What I would encourage you to do in order to make this happen in your business, if you want to look at systematizing your sales process, and creating consistent results for each new lead that you bring through the door, you want to ask yourself, what are some of the main points? What are some of the main things that have to be communicated to each new and existing client? What are some, some things that I want them to know about the way that we do business versus the way other people do business? What do I want them to know about our ability to solve problems for them? How do I want them to think in terms of of, uh, my ability, my sales organization, my company uh, versus whatever other options are out there? Because whatever you want them to think about you and about your business, the only way they're going to start thinking that is if you get procedures in place to communicate that to them on a regular and consistent basis so that they hear it so often, they hear it often enough that they internalize it they uh they accept it as as valid and they give you a chance to earn the business. So, for example, let's say when meeting somebody for the first time, obviously, uh, and you know, this goes to this goes back to one of my uh one of my favorite books too, uh Influence by Robert Cialdini, um where he talks about the the different aspects of of psychology that will generally get people to respond to you. I mean, there's uh, there's liking. You want them to sort of you want them to like you to some extent. Well, if you plan in your communications, uh, you know how can I how can I work into my communication whether it's email or on the phone or whether it's in person? I want to make sure that I'm likable. So as you're putting together marketing communication for your company, whether it's an ad or whether it's an email sequence or uh, or a, a sales letter. You want to ask yourself is what I'm writing does it seem like it's coming from somebody who's likable or does it seem just like boring typical business speak because if it's typical boring business speak the likelihood of somebody spending money with you is is greatly diminished so you want to look at those you want to look at those things and and ask yourself you know how can I how can I make what I'm writing how can I uh, come across as more likable uh, the law of reciprocity. How can I create value in my communication if I send out information that is helpful, that is beneficial to people, and they read it and they go, "Wow, that's that's pretty cool. That's really helpful. I can use that." That is also it's a psychological trigger. It, it it endears you to people, it makes them want to do business with you, and so you want to ask yourself, "How can I incorporate that commitment and consistency? Finding out what's important to people, getting them to articulate that to you." if if it's important to when you ask somebody you know what are you trying to accomplish in your business and they tell you well we really have a strong focus on bringing new clients through the door and once they've told you that they they've stated that this is an objective of theirs. So if you go back to them throughout the year, uh, particularly now, you know, shortly after they've just said it, if they said that bringing new clients through the door is a strong objective of, of theirs, then what you want to do is go back to them with ideas that are all geared toward helping them bring new clients through the door. So you say to them, hey, listen, I know you told me a week or so ago that you're, you're really committed to bringing new clients through the door. I've got a couple of ideas that I'd like to run by you on how you can do that. What would be a good time to get together? The likelihood that they're going to uh, respond favorably to that is very high because people like to act consistently with what they say. Uh, when they commit to something, when they say something, they like to then take action that is consistent with what they've said. So you listen to what they say, and then you give them an opportunity to take action that's consistent with what they said. And, uh, again, the likelihood that they'll, that they'll do it is, is much higher. You want to look at, um, at uh, social proof. Demonstrating to your clients what other people are doing, if you're if you're dealing with a with a credit union and you've got a credit union that wants to bring in a certain type of business, and you're working with other credit unions, or you can find out what other credit unions are doing to make that happen, and you can relate that to them, that demonstrates that that that's very likely to work for them. The law of social proof. Some of you are, if you're familiar with my stuff. You know what that is, but it's it's definitely worth repeating. The law of social proof in psychology says that. Those who are unsure of what action to take look to the actions of similar others. They look to the actions of other people like themselves. If I'm a marketing director in a credit union and I need to uh, bring new business through the door, uh, the thing I want to know is what are other people in in a position similar to mine doing? What are similar others doing? So when you've got that sort of experience, the whole consultative or diagnostic approach involves looking at what other people are doing successfully and then sharing that with the people that you're looking to interact with. So if you're able to build these things into your communication from day one and know that that each new person you bring through will have been exposed to specific messages that are geared toward making you more likable, to creating a commitment and consistency uh, play with them, to demonstrate that you're giving them real value so that they'll be inclined to reciprocate, to let them know that you're interacting with other people who are similar to them, and you've helped other people that are similar to them, which makes you a good alternative for them to also deal with you. If you can build all that sort of thing into your sales process, you can then really start to create consistent results because you know that each person you're interacting with has, has had the foundation laid for them, that you're not just going in and doing different things with different people. Increase sales, improve margins, and grow your business, guaranteed. Secrets. Top secrets. The promotion of product sales.